What the fuck been going on? What the fuck going on with you? Did you get into trouble at Kroger? No, I did not get into trouble at Kroger. I almost got killed on the ride home today. Some dude merged into my lane and almost pushed me into oncoming traffic on my motorcycle. How come every fucking time you go to McDonald's, you end up being like a conservative? What does that mean? Hard right, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, whoa, ho. <clears throat> Anytime they get his order wrong at McDonald's, he changes his stance on the minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about that at length on the basement when I had like my shitty confession time where I was like, you know, some part of me really wants the minimum wage to 15 <laughs> only because I know that the person that fucks up my order that hard every time I go. When you scream at them, you'll have... Well, no, well, they just won't have that job. Someone will take that job from them because someone will be better at it. Who will? I don't know. Maybe me. Who will, Blake? To spite them. <laughs> to spite them, you'll just take I will their quit. job. Yeah, yeah. I, Who the, is this? Where is this imaginary workforce that's just waiting? All around you. Which is just waiting. <laughs> They're like, all right, now I could They're be work, doing that way better. And I, you know, <laughs> ostensibly either already am in a job that requires more responsibility and pays me about $15 an hour, or I'm just not working because I don't have to work for some reason. But I'm watching. But I'm waiting in the wings. I <laughs> am. And as soon as the minimum wage goes up above seven twenty five, I'm gonna swoop in and I'm gonna I'm do gonna it fuck so everything good. up. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run that cash register so good. Well, I it's still, like an origin story for yeah. like a shitty superhero. Or it's just like goes through McDonald's like every day, and then and just is watching, recording all the shitty service, and then he waits for Bernie Sanders <laughs> to send up the fifteen dollars signal up into the air, and he comes in one day, just like you, Stephanie. Fry cook. Yeah. You make up. You mess up almost thirty five percent of your orders, and you're rude with the customer. You, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just afraid of saying a black man because it'll be racist. Like, wow. <laughs> God damn. No, but like for real. It, no, it's true though. Now, if, if, you, if I say, go ahead, time mark that. It's me. <laughs> it's, it's me, minimum man, and minimum man says in 2025 when the fifteen dollar minimum wage would go into effect if we could get it, then. I, I, when it's about, what will that be? Like, what? let's do an infa- inflation calculation. It'll be about, what, $10 an hour in today's? Yes. It's $3 and, and are not quite $3 higher than what it is now. And this is, to me, this worth is my time. leaving my skilled labor profession and going to work at McDonald's because in my heart of hearts, I'm lazy. And the only thing keeping me from becoming a cashier while I already have a skilled position is the fact that I'm not making $15 an hour. Man, let me also, have Also, my- I already have a skilled position <laughs> also- and I'm only making $15 an hour, which is not very much money. So can, can you leave me my shitty fantasies <laughs> As I exit McDonald's stuffing fries like, in my mouth. About, don't worry listen. about the last few minutes of what I said. Don't worry about that. Just worry about when you were in a, in a fury with me. Just take, rewind it three minutes ago to when we were all hyped. And up. I've gained my courage. Jaquez, you <laughs> fucked up the Nuggets orders at least three times over the last three weeks. One buffalo sauce? <laughs> what? <laughs> they always be spiffing that buffalo sauce. And bro. I asked for three at the window. I did. And he is disrespectful, for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all it is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. 
a child's power to master the multiplication table. There is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Y'all see me gain my courage? I did. <laughs> yeah. I did, King. Yeah. Welcome to Tap Snaps. I'm your host, Blake Weatherly. Join me by. Uh, join me by. Nope. Oh. Dang. Dang. I was going to say, join join, join me by 10-piece boneless wings, half lemon pepper, Mm -hmm. half medium, because I'm a little bit of... Yo, let's go ahead and have that discussion right now. Join me by... Uh, Slop hog. So, slop hog. Slop hog, thank you for joining us today. We're going to need your expertise. Um, Buffalo or lemon pepper? Uh, For just wings in general? Mm -hmm. um, I go buffalo. I'm lemon pepper. Half and half. Fair. We have no clear answer. I don't like that. I don't like the the nonchalant way he just broke. <laughs> that he the broke, rigid, broke the three yeah, yeah. rules that the, we had in place. Okay, <laughs> we're all grown men here. First of all, when are you limited to one buffalo, one one wing flavor, huh? When you're getting like five wings, is anybody in here a bitch? <laughs> is anybody in here ordering less than eight wings at any given time? Right. No, I don't think so. So half and half. I've, I haven't ordered less than ten wings since I was thirteen. That's why yeah. it came off so nonchalant because it's a non-issue. It's a non-starter. It's a moot point. At the top of the show, we invite you to follow us on social me. media. <laughs> Don't Sorry. be kicking. You follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at TapSnaps3, on Instagram at TapSnaps Podcast, and on Twitter at TapSnaps PC. Also, check us out for bonus content and exclusive stuff on patreon.com slash TapSnaps. Woo! So, moving into it. <laughs> Self-cheer. Woo! Woo! Lift yourself we, up, uh, We into pillow politics, my boys. He talked himself into a Ric Flair moment. <laughs> pillow politics. That's Liam. My pillow? Let's go into it, baby. <laughs> From 13 WMAZ. Parkland, sh- Parkland shooting survivor David Hogg launching pillow company to challenge my pillow. Hell yeah, dog. That's, <laughs> a, that's the kind of headlines I want to see in 2021. Yeah. And, you know, it's a wild timeline. My my, st- my favorite IG post you have of this year from you was the one where it was Mike Lindell holding <laughs> Trump's big ass and saying my he's pillow. He's just got a whole grip of Trump butt. Yeah. And he's like, my pillow. Trump thick, dog. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Yeah, he's an obese it looks, man. It looks yeah. ergonomic. It looks like a good pillow. Liam, take us into it, dog. Liam. Oh, Liam. <laughs> you're gold when you're a kid, man. Go when you're a kid. David Hogg, a survivor of the 2018 Parkland, Florida high school shooting mass or shoot, high school massacre and vocal gun control av- advocate. Good, I'm gonna take it from the top. <laughs> David Hogg. A survivor of the 2018 Parkland, Florida high school massacre and vocal gun control advocate announced Thursday he is launching his own pillow company. Hogg says he intends to put my pillow, led by Mike Lindell, a vocal supporter of former President Donald Trump, out of business. Quote, at William Legate and I are going to prove that progressives can make a better pillow, run a better business, and help make the world a better place while doing it, Hogg tweeted, referencing entrepreneur William Legate. Hawk said the company would use union workers, veterans, and people who have been formerly incarcerated. He also said the company will emphasize on supporting uh, progressive causes and, quote, not attempt a white supremacist overthrow of the United <laughs> States government. We get it, Hogg. Which, you know, in 2021, not something you think you would have to stipulate about your pillow company, but here we are. Hogg said the idea is in the early stages, and there is still work to do around the legal process and trademarking. Quote, it's going to take a couple of months, though, because we're not going to sacrifice quality for time, Hogg said. 
said, adding that the name of the company is yet to be determined. He said he hopes to have a website ready in the next couple of weeks. Axios reports Lindell responded in a text message saying, quote, good for them. Nothing wrong with competition that does not infringe upon someone's patent. Both Hogg and Lindell have been in the news of late for different reasons, both centering on national politics. So Lindell was in the news because he was just pushing uh, fraud, conspiracy fraud. The big um, lie is what they're calling it. Now. Yeah. Is that it? A yeah. big lie. He is pushing that. Uh, Hogg's been in the news because um, he ran into our favorite. Uh, Marjorie um, Taylor Greene. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah, a yeah, video yeah. surfaced of him doing that, uh, of her harassing him. Yeah. Right, right. And yeah. so that's what they meant when they said they've been in the news for different reasons. But uh, I was going to say, did y'all see um, he's been getting some flack um, from the foundation um, that they, it was like him and I want to say um, three or four other kids started shortly after. What foundation? Um, God damn it. I forget. Hold on, let me look it up. It's, Why uh, don't you just keep talking and I'll look it up? Yeah. Right. You just keep making your point. Well, basically, some of the other kids, uh, when they started the movement, were saying, like, we're not in this for the money. Like, this is about raising awareness about the Second Amendment and, um, you know, protecting Americans and this, that, and the other. And uh, one of those guys has been really bashing David Hogg over this, being like, what are you doing, dude? You're starting a pillow company? He was like, I thought we had a fucking mission. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Why are you, why are you doing this? Why are you selling out? This is retarded it's not it's not on point i'm sorry i'm sorry um it's just not on point it's not on message you know this is ridiculous there's stand with parkland yeah and there's a yeah there's one more too it's a bigger one that they like joined and their spokespeople for and i mean and it's just like normal political action groups and stuff like that yeah but but i think his argument is that this is detracting from their work well i mean when you think about it it takes away so much of the clout that you can gain by clowning Mike Lindell for being like one of the staunchest and most vocal Trump supporters that remains while also just like his, his credits being the my pillow guy yeah. by yeah. saying like, by actually going out and saying that I'm going to prove that progressives can make a better pillow. It's <laughs> dumb as fuck. Yeah. I, to be honest, and nothing he said makes me believe that he can make a better pillow because like all, none, none of the things that he talked about was about making First of all, this is clown town, but like yeah. with him run all around, but what the, Blake just no, ran off. Yeah. <laughs> For, like, like a fucking mad clown, but like <laughs> fucking why, when you're talking about being able to launch a better pillow company than someone who's launched a successful pillow company, why don't you talk about the ergonomics of your pillows? Talk about the, the quality of your materials. Talk about the, the ways you're going to improve upon his design or other designs. He just is, he, he I don't believe he can make a better pillow because he hasn't espoused any things that would make a better pillow. I was going to say, I got a sneaking suspicion that David Hogg doesn't know a goddamn thing about mass pillow manufacturing. Running a business or designing a pillow. It's just like, bro, the only way you're even going to get this off the ground is if this will... Legate. This Legate guy just fucking bankrolls everything, and you're just the face of the company. Or, but it's a it's a silly it's like a silly drunk brag you make with your friends that you're doing in front of the whole world. Well, and also, and he doesn't have anything ready. I'm sorry to interrupt. He doesn't yeah. have anything ready to go. He doesn't even have a fucking website or a name for the company. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about the pillows in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Hog snog. We're sitting here talking about yeah. pillow design. <laughs> This isn't about, it was absurd that the MyPillow guy had a platform in the first place. Yeah. All right? David Hogg, talk about missing the fucking point. The point yeah. just blew right by him like a fucking 
freight train. Well, he's a kid. I mean, he's a kid. This is dumb. This is like, okay, this is, we, you, he's got to get a handler. Mm. Like somebody has got to talk to him about and just, you know, maybe revisit some critical thinking skills. It's yeah. like, you are a survivor of a tragedy. You have a national platform. You are like in a prime position to tell a very personal story and affect change in a real way. Let's Oh, it's not, called good pillow. Sorry. Let's not update. make pillows right now. David, it's called yeah. it's called good pillow. And I'm not going to buy your pillow just because I am a progressive. No. If that's what you think is going to get you through, oh, I think no. you're sadly mistaken. There's yeah, there're going to be some dumb fucks out there. They're going to they're going to support anything that's like a progressive slap a progressive label on it or I don't say sorry, dumb fucks is too hard. Over enthusiastic supporters are going to do like this is anti crazy Riri uh, Mike Lindell and like pro progressive like yeah. union okay. and things like that but those are all secondary yeah. to running a good business the first you got to know your margins you got to know your product you got to know your customer base you got to know so many things that go into making a good business you got to know the reason people buy pillows yeah so the which group, is to sleep uh, people i won't buy your pillow if i think that you yourself are like a crazy nut like partisan political nut job that will keep me from buying your pillow i'm not going to instead buy your pillow because i agree with your political <laughs> philosophy yeah. no you know yeah. how many fucking pillows there are yeah. a lot there's a lot and, and they're good ones and i'm yeah. i, I want to go ahead and my and, pillow was already trash and i want to go ahead and do a hot talkie um i don't really care about the politics of the people that make my pillows i just you want the pillow right. to be really comfortable you and i don't right. want them to be you know a insurrectionist Right. Yeah. But, but, and that's not a high standard. I know right now, I know right now that seems like it's a high standard. Well, you're high. You, you really, you really, uh, uh, uh stepping on other people like you better like, now. Well, and, uh, the name of the group that David Hogg started was Never Again MSD, an American, <laughs> uh, Never Again MSD, uh, uh, an American student led political action committee for gun control that advocates for tighter regulations to prevent gun violence. Thank you. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about, I didn't mean to laugh. I thought he was saying never again about the, Insurrection, yeah, no, and, no, 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 yeah, yeah and yeah. talking about like uh, using and the, the Holocaust. And, uh, you it remember, was hard to catch because it came out very quickly. And you remember he lot. said that he's uh, planning, like he's like, well, we don't know, we don't have a name for the company yet. Uh, so he uh, spent ten million dollars with a uh, marketing team, and they came up with Good Pillow. Nice. <laughs> this is a travesty. This is a this is a. Joke. I love this timeline, guys. I, I, I hate this. that he's getting propped up like this. There's I, no I, way that. That that's what that ten million dollars went to. Oh, oh, I made up the figure, but it is called Good Pillow. But I was just like, he had to consult with his marketing team, and you know, they had to really get together and churn the creative wheels. And yeah. uh, it's, they're gonna call it Good Pillow. You gotta watch some fabrications. Mm -hmm. Okay, ten million dollars asterisk could asterisk. be could asterisk. be five million chicken nuggets. Asterisk. <laughs> could be fifty thousand uh, Liam Dogecoin. Nichols. Yeah, oh. Liam Nichols. Liam Nichols. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, oh, just you know, I'm just gonna brush glide, brush past oh, Liam Nichols. I mean, I've got Liam Nichols. <laughs> yeah, I I got in on the ground floor. Do you like? Yeah. <laughs> should we start our own crypto? We should. Ah, I wanted to do that like five years ago. It's so expensive. You know, we'll make it uh, slop hog. We can make it a progressive coin, Liam. No. no. Yeah. No. I because again, <laughs> the fucking point is not to align your politics yeah. with your product or your vague cryptocurrency that no one really understands. No, no, no. We'll call it good coin. That's what I'm saying. Like the only like, I would I would you can you can get me to not buy your product. 
Like you can get your 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 outspoken crazy political views or your wild actions, criminal or eth- or ethical. If I disagree with them heavily enough, I will probably silently not buy your not product. buy your product. I'm the same way, but. I'm not going to buy your shoes, your like if I want to support somebody with a political message, I will buy from like a candidate that I support. I will buy right. merch. Right. Mm. I won't I'm not going to buy donate from, to a pack. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to I'm going to spend my money on meaningfully. Yeah, on yeah. but on products I only care about the quality. Which is also which is also this really gross phase that I think it, it's a merger it's a merger of capitalism and preying on the emotions of people and I feel like David Hogg is slowly leaving his realm of being like now, don't don't get me wrong, I vehemently disagree with a lot of what David Hogg says vehemently disagree with him however i respect his right to say it and i respect his right to influence politics and his capacity um, with his political action committees but when we move away from that i feel like we're starting to see kind of this gross kind of like woke capitalism where it's basically like okay um it's gross as any other type of capitalism with like a cause attached to it. Yeah, that yeah. appeals upon your but but your but values different. or emotions. For profit cause marketing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I think this is just a really good example of that where he's like, okay, we're gonna sell this pillow and like we're gonna support um like uh progressive stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like so it's good. So when you buy the pillow, don't feel bad. Yeah, and it's, it's like okay. So, what percentage of uh, your total gross profit is going to be going to a charitable cause, David? He's like, well, we don't really want to get in the numbers right now. You know, it's, everything's real preliminary. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I said, you're, you're starting a company for all the wrong reasons, with all the wrong uh, expectations, and all the wrong ideas about what's important to you. Yeah, initially. So, and again, he's in a very like David Hogg was in a very good position with his political action committee and, you know, who he is as a person, he was in a very good position to actually affect real change in his politics that he wanted to change. And I feel like through no fault of his own, he's slowly destroying his own credibility by doing shit like this. Um, One of the other things... Fame fame and power, you know. um, Do you guys remember his meme lab? No. That, you remember that? Can you can you, 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 you you've paid a lot more attention to David Hogg than yeah, I have. To be same. honest with you, I, I know about the... The, the Parkland shooting, and I know about a lot of the aftermath of the students becoming activists, but until I, I really follow policy, I have not followed this person like a celebrity at all. Because to be honest with you, and this could be crass, I have no interest in the actions of a person under the age of 22. I, I mean, I, I, just I agree. Don't. I, I don't, agree, I, I don't have any interest. I don't think that... I'm not trying to silence them and say that they can't be a vocal in politics and and push for change. I think more power to them, and I'd love to see them do get progressive things on the agenda. But I have zero interest in the comings and goings, actions of their lives, period. Yeah. Whether that be a Kardashian or David Hogg or Miley Cyrus or whoever you are, I don't give a shit yeah. about that. No, I mean, I agree, too. Like, I, I used to make the statement. I used to, like, have two statements I used to make. I was like, no one has ever said anything meaningful on Twitter. And uh, the second is no one under the age of 21 has an opinion worthwhile. (laughs) So, but the thing with David Hogg is, is um, he was in a very unique position with his work with his nonprofits and his work with um, these political action committees. He was affecting real change, but I think he's slowly discrediting himself and he's slowly moving himself out of the position that he had. And I think that's the anxiety of um, the gentleman. uh, I think his name was, hold on. Um... Cameron Caskey, um, who originally started that Never Again um, MSD with him, and uh, everyone uh, remember uh, Emma Gonzalez, 
who was a very loud mm-hmm. vocal advocate. And uh, I really liked her. I vehemently disagree with everything she says, but I really like her and I like her passion. But I think David Hogg is kind of like the, like, let's put some oil in my hair and slick it back and let's make a few bucks off on the side kind of guy. And I think it's slowly becoming apparent, you know, a few years later. And I think that's why the anxiety of like the other people that kind of came up with him and kind of tried to form um, this movement, you know, a student led political action committee, which you don't hear that a lot. Um, I think he I think he's a little upset that David Hogg is kind of tarnishing that by moving in this direction when it's kind of taking away from the message. And it's kind of like Tarver said, it's fucking pointless. Well, yeah, I mean, David Hogg is one person. Yeah, he is clearly moving into a private business. Like, I don't think it does anything really to discredit the aim of his like philosophy. I think right. it discredits maybe him more as a person. Yeah, but like he, uh, it, you can be an activist and still make money. Yeah, doing something else. But the problem I have is when you start to bring your activist in your activism into your private business as a way to profit. That is just grody, kind of grody. It's a little gross mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. And please don't chew into the mic. Sorry. Good. Um. So speaking of uh, grody shit from BBC. Hacker tries to poison water supply of Florida City. This is nuts. <laughs> it sounds like a like a baby, not like a James Bond villain because it's just a Florida <laughs> City. But if it was like a who's like a small town Bond kind of figure. First, the Dukes of Hazard came yeah. to my mind, but they're not like like Boss Hog. They're not Bond. Yeah, but they wouldn't poison a water supply. Yeah, I don't know what what, what a what a rural kind of low 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 key baby Bond is. I can't mm-hmm. really think of one. Uh, listeners, if you guys have an idea that later on, like you know somebody in TV or movie, that would help a lot. I know, kind of like an A team, like an A team. You know what? That that's that's better, an A team, but for real, even smaller shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a like a like a burn notice type of guy, a burn <laughs> notice type of guy. You know yeah. what? Y'all can save your submissions. That's, yeah. that's we got that's it. What it we is. got it. Yeah. This is uh, this is like a burn notice. This is a little Florida. Problem. Yeah, yeah, like it's a little redneck. In Florda, it, it, just not in Miami. You and when a you, smaller, like 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 hillbilly burn notice. And when That's you right. see when you see how close uh, Liam's going to take us into and it. And this hacker we, is the guy that played the dad in Frasier, <laughs> who was also, I think, a big part of burn notice. I can't remember honestly. Um, but Liam's going to take us into it. But when you see how close this guy came to fucking shit up, it's a little startling. But anyway, Liam, take us into it. Liam reads. I'm showing who wants to hide now. Pimp, nasty, funky pimp, and stinking ticket. The hacker briefly increased the amount of sodium hydroxide, lye, in Oldsmar's water treatment system, but a worker spotted it and reversed, and reversed the action. Lye is used in small amounts to control acidity, but a large amount could have caused major problems in the water. Oldsmar Mayor Eric Seidel said, quote, there's a bad actor out there. No arrests have yet been made, and it is, not kn- it is not known if the hack was done from within the U.S. or outside. A computer controlling Oldsmar's water treatment system was remotely accessed on Friday. A plant operator saw an attempt to access the system in the morning, but assumed it was a supervisor, the Tampa Bay Times reported. What? But another attempt was made early in the afternoon, and this time the hacker accessed the treatment software and increased the sodium hydroxide content from 100 parts per million to 11,100 parts per million. The operator immediately reduced the level to normal. Uh... 
Pinellas County <laughs> Sheriff Bob Galtieri, Galtieri said, quote, I'm not a chemist, but I can tell you what I do know is if you put that amount of that substance into drinking water, it is not a good thing. Amen. But he added, at no, t- quote, at no time was there a significant adverse effect on the water being treated. Importantly, the public was never in danger. The remote access program to the water system has been temporarily disabled. No shit. Wow. Good call. Um, first, first thoughts. First thoughts, boys. First thoughts. Um, one, they saw the person accessing this remotely and did not have any type of uh, system check in place for the IP address. So if if I were going to try to access Tarver's uh, computer at work and I needed to pretend I'm dialing in as yeah. Tarver, I need to mask his IP address. Otherwise, there should be something in place to be like, who the fuck is this? Why the fuck are they dialing in from an IP address I don't recognize? This is not authorized. You have no clearance. Fuck you. That's how yeah. 99% of this shit works. This guy was guess, able like, to dial in. I guess big security because I can dial into my work right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I can do it. I can go anywhere to anybody's computer and dial in. Hook, a, hook up a VPN, and I can dial in. But yeah. you're dial, but you're dialing in with VPN that has been approved through your work, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's some measure of control there. But if somebody had an access to that VPN, like if they if they use a similar system, which I assuming they're using something similar, there are a few like really you know and big. Yeah. VPN companies. And then oh, their 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 boss, like he he probably just assumed his boss was working from home and was doing something. And see, yeah. now and here's the second thing. And it's thing. not on this guy to identify who's at remotely. Exactly. It's 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 gonna be on the IT, the technical security. Yeah. Like like at no point should anyone be able to dial into a system like this remotely. First off, the simple fact that you can dial in remotely and do more than just observe is a little scary. Because there are times when, like, okay, I need to check on something. Like, for instance, at my work, I have a program on my phone. If I need to dial in to see what's going on at the shop, I can open up a program on my phone, dial in through my IP address given to me through my phone, and uh, I can look at stuff, but I can't open things. I can't, like, pull this up on my computer right now. We could edit mm. on my computer at work. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I can't, but, like, see, what I can't do, I can't open up a ticket inside my system and start changing shit. Like, but I can look at it, but I can't alter it. What's unique about this is that this hacker found a way to dial in remotely and then access very crucial control panels that actually do shit inside the water treatment facility. That's fucking dumb. If you need to do something, all right, if you need to adjust the level of lie in the water treatment process, probably do that on site with an on site <laughs> technician. Well, I think just moving a cursor across your fucking computer screen. Yeah. What? Well, Blake, I think what you're forgetting is... This is Florida. No. Shout out Sherilyn. This is post-COVID. Ah. Yeah. Most people are doing this uh, remotely, and I think that this hacker probably just had access through somebody he knew. He probably stumbled into it. Like, somebody he knew... gave him this uh, access. Yeah. Like, like I said... Could have been a kid. When I was given the instructions to remote into my computer at work, it was... Download this program, enter into this, enter in this IP address, do this step, do this step. Okay, now your computer, now you just have to go on, click connect, then go to remote desktop, which is standard on all right, computers, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you're in. And then I can access any part of my computer. I can turn any program on, I can turn anything off. So, But the most crucial step there was when you entered your IP address. And, I, went, and whoever dialed in, I entered, but see, like I entered the IP address of the computer at work. I didn't enter my IP address here. Uh, any, I can do this from any computer. Yeah, yeah. So mm. 
that sounds pretty standard. And as long as the person that you oh. gave it to is 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 trustworthy, then that's probably what happened. They I, probably had it. It could have been somebody's fucking computer at home. Yeah. And he the kid just like saw it or the guy saw it and then just went in and did it. Which is how we covered um when we were talking about that other remember that county in Florida where they had all their computers locked? Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, exact yeah. same exact same situation. Well, that was a ransomware attack. I yeah. mean, this was just somebody trying to do bad shit. But what I mean is 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 it's the exact same Real thing. Malicious and, piece of shit. And how they and how they gained access to it. It was someone came in, probably like came in under the guise of I'm your tech support. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to fix something and they put in a way to get into it. Yep. The thing that bothers me is that while Tarver is correct that that is kind of standard like when you're dialing into stuff Tarver, does your company oversee the water supply of you know fifteen thousand people? <laughs> no, See, no. that's my point. It, this is yeah. this shouldn't exist. And I get COVID's a real thing, but there was an on-site technician, and and if that on-site technician wasn't sitting on his phone playing fucking Angry Birds, some people might have got hurt. Yeah, but then you have the other scenario where it's like somebody's on vacation, like and nobody one, plays Angry Birds and anymore, then, and then one guy that's gets sick. Yeah. Like, and then a teenager gets a million dollars. Liam, you, as a person that played Angry Birds, like religiously, tell him that nobody plays Angry Birds anymore. Oh, nobody's played Angry, Angry Birds since like 2010. What are people playing now, Liam? I don't know. I'm, no, what are you playing? And that tells Diablo what people are playing. Oh, I, I play, oh. Uh, I play uh, Diablo 2. <laughs> Best Fiends, and I play games on my Switch. Okay. And he, he played little fighting games. Yeah, well, I used, to have, I used to have Mortal Kombat on my phone, but now I just have Mortal Kombat 11 on my Switch. Tight. I yeah. just played on my Switch. Who's your main on Mortal Kombat? Luke Kang. He's good. I like Luke Kang. Uh, I like. Um, do you actually learn button like combos, or do you just tap your finger on the? You screen? have to learn combos. I've le- I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I probably couldn't remember them now. But when I was actually playing it, I learned Luke Kang combos. I, I, le- I learned um, uh, Aaron Black's combos. Oh, I hate Aaron Black. Uh, he fuck you up. Oh my god, he will. Real good. And uh, uh, oh, Noob Cybot. Oh, Noob Cybot. I fought with Noob Cybot. Yeah, actually, he's probably my main out of anybody. Because I can you just, just yeah. disappear, reappear, that's that ass. But, you know, like, what's really what's really interesting about this, uh, like, if you guys remember, there were, um, this isn't the first time this has happened. It, uh, we're going to link the article um, in the, when we post the episode up. So you can check out the article, but this has happened about four times with water treatment facilities. But this has also happened with power grids uh, previously in the past. Where people remoted in and started shutting grids down. And they were like, who's doing this? Why is this happening? And I was like, you're asking the wrong questions. The real question is, how can anyone remote in and turn shit off? Yeah. Yeah. This is dumb. And we we have to get better about it because cybersecurity is an ebb and flow. Mm. Sometimes we're secure and then a vulnerability is found and everyone's ass is in the air. Yeah. And that just a fat ass cheek out there just waiting to get pinched. (laughs) And um, <laughs> you had like a, a real grabby hand. Yeah, real. Just, yeah. I mean, a, a big when pinch, just a, a big, just like a, yeah, mm, just, just a, a handful. I mean, of I'm talking like not a good butt pinch. Like we've all had our butt pinch before, and we were like, <laughs> but this is more of like a. Uh, no, I you know never. I, mean? I never like. I've never made like a little, like a little. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> from having my butt pinch. You never ooed after a butt pinch. No, I, I don't, don't, even, right. don't even think I've ever enjoyed a butt pinch. <laughs> Dang, Darver. <laughs> I don't get my well, butt pinched a lot. Pinching I mean, is a weird, I, a weird go to. You get it move. like lobster claw grabbed. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I get, a, I get a little slap every now Aaron and then. Aaron gets in there. Dig in there now. Aaron gets in there. Root around now. Some pat or like a real quick, like, well, you know, like. A little. So I'm the prudish. I'm the one. Yeah. The prudish one. The Yeah, dog. Well, I mean, also. Like, I mean, you might. They might get 
you know, elbow mm-hmm. deep in there. I mean, listen, dog, what me and my people do on our time, that's our time. My people. I like that. My people. <laughs> my, my people. Yeah, Honey, did you start a cult? <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> like always trying to start a fucking call. Yeah, but I, I still, I mean, I just, like I said, I just, I, I, I mean, I understand, okay, it's a small county in Florida. Um, but at the same time, like just uh, it, it, all of the people that oversee giant facilities that are listening to this show, stop letting people have remote access in a capacity to where they can actually alter shit. Like, or just use two-factor authentication. And sure, hush. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a like, good, yeah, it's, great it's, point. It's not that hard. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. with every... With every new tech challenge, I was like, is, this, like yeah. just stopping remote access. This is hacker would have more trouble dialing into my Steam account, yeah, where I keep my Dota two skins. Yeah, he would have, have a hard, he trouble. would have a harder time getting into that than into the water treatment facility yeah. of this county, well, and that's an issue. Rural places have they're they're behind on technology a lot of yep. the time, and, and it's got to stop. And yeah. the, and the guys that work these jobs, they're. They've been working these jobs for like 25, 30 years. I mean, yeah. this guy could be an, like an old man. They've been working this job and then waiting to retire. Yeah. Once Who that knows? pension kick in. But like I said, shout out to the guy that... That lip- pension, that butt pension. Shout out, that butt pension. Shout out to the technician <laughs> that sat there and saw that one knob start going up and being like, that's not right. Well, that's his whole job. That's yeah, why that he's there. Well, job. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, that's her deal. She lives in the library. <laughs> that's I mean, a I mean, old sh- school. Shout out to that. Yeah. It was like, and in the article, that's been private for a long time. Ooh, big ups, real quick to myself. Um, <laughs> I just want to really just I wanted to make an announcement that I should have made at the top of the show is that uh, we have privatized all of our episodes that aired before 2020. Yo. So um, those are only available on Patreon now, mostly because it's it's a current event show and like we it'd be pointless to go back and listen to an episode that aired in 2019 unless you're like unless you really love us. a huge fan of the show, yeah. in which case you can access it on Patreon. Um, but these also include all of our Imaginarium episodes. Yo, so which are a lot of fun. Which the the Deggets one, which was that? Duggets. Which one was that? It was me. No, Duggets. I mean, uh, I remember that was that like. Duggets, the first imaginary. No, that's Duggets. one of the first ones. Yeah, one of the first but ones. Duggets appeared three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even these are these are our imaginariums that we did uh, discussing movies, all of the trials, like oh, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. except for there's. I think there's one left. If you want to get a, a taste of what those are like, it's the one that we did on Terminator Dark Fate at the beginning. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Go huh. go back and listen to the Conan one and see if like these two chuckle fucks ganged up on the <laughs> and then go and, and listen to the Harry Potter one and realize <laughs> that it's just a, oh, a that, natural thing that happens on like this podcast. No matter what happens, unless it's a movie Blake chose, he's going to shit on it. It was like in the Harry Potter one when I was like, I was convinced that Harry Potter was just a delusional like psychopath and was just... He was a rage-filled uh, <laughs> midget beater. Like <laughs> Harry Potter is an aggressive... Constipated, confused lad that dare, takes dare his I, anger out on others. Dare I say a threat to himself and a threat to others? Yeah, well, that's all fine. He should have been locked up in Azkaban. Yeah, he could have been. Or this is me accepting that. This is me accepting that. Blake found another movie that he really likes. Yo, and also, did um, you watch the sequel last night? No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm waiting for you, King. We're gonna, right. we're gonna watch it together. We found this movie. I don't. Maybe <laughs> Blake doesn't. It's called Demons. Oh, it's great this Italian film. horror movie by. Bava is Lamberto Bava or something. Yeah, Lamberto Bava. Bava. And his father is a super famous uh, director or cinematographer, um, something. I can't remember his name, but his last name is also Bava, obviously. And he 
he's super famous. And his grandfather was actually in the film business too. So this guy's like a super legacy, but this film demons is, is a real legit horror movie from 1985. And it's, it's really worth the watch. If you're a zombie movie fan, if you're like a, if you, if you've seen evil dead and you really like that, uh, quarantine, quarantine, the, the this guy's, it's a, it's a dope ass movie. Yeah. As really, and it stands up to, it has, um, a hundred, I would say a hundred percent practical effects. Yeah, in the movie, there's yeah. no CGI anywhere. I mean, of course, it is 1985. CGI was basically resolved to like lens flares back then. I think <laughs> they uh, had CGI, like, but it was just d- good directors knew to use it sparingly because it, yeah. the, the tool wasn't developing enough. Yeah. And uh, I definitely just wanted to. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I could put some stank on it. I didn't ask for stank. You want to just put a little stank on it? <laughs> All right. So his grandfather was a uh, Eugenio uh, Bava, and he was a cameraman and optics effects artist. Oh, we're still talking about demons. Yeah, during the early days of the Italian um, silent cinema, um, he paved the way in a lot of that shit. And you see it really in this movie. It's absolutely beautiful movie. I'm hoping that we can do it on Cult of Classics, maybe. Oh, you want to get in? Well, I talked to uh, my cousin who. Oh, you want to get in? Who's a really big horror fan? Yeah. And he said that the movie does actually have a cult following for Italian horror cinema. Um, related to a uh, folky zombie and like that like that's it's in there like as far Yo, as I'm down to do it yeah, as far as people that follow like Italian horror this movie is on the up and up on that we'll bring you in on but, that one but though, speaking yeah. on shit this on the up and Hold up, up I've got some other news from Blake but no no even the uh, are, you, are you serious to try to oh. do shit oh. the right way I guess because Blake or Liam hadn't seen the movie that he just decided that he was just going to hit all the fucking buttons on this <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting over here like I'm bored uh, but speaking of wild shit Liam take Blake us. you you talked over your update I did I did let's, I had to let's remove that one he suffered enough <laughs> from CNN this woman used Gorilla Glue instead of hairspray. She ended up in the hospital. <laughs> oh it's, it's rough. <laughs> look, look, everyone that feels sorry for her, don't. <laughs> you, sometimes, sometimes in life you bake your cake and you eat it. All right. Liam reads. <laughs> and when I'm with friends, I like to have fun, 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 fun. A Louisiana woman has sought medical treatment after mistakenly using Gorilla, gorilla Glue spray adhesive in place of actual hairspray. Uh, Tessica Brown's plight went viral earlier in February after she revealed that her hair had been stuck in the same style for a month since she substituted her usual got to be gotta glued, be gotta be gotta be <laughs> got to be glued spray with industrial strength glue when she ran out. Emphasis on industrial strength. Quote. My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. She said in the original video posted to TikTok, quote, I've washed my hair 15 times. According to Gorilla Glue's website, the glue, which is 100% waterproof and usually used for fixing bathroom tiles, wood flooring, and decking, can be removed with acetone or isopropyl alcohol. We also use it in the automotive industry to put steel together sometimes. You know, like a steel valve that comes loose. We'll put Gorilla Glue on it to seal it. Could you list some other things that are made out of steel? Uh, ball bearings, um, uh, upper, upper radiator hose, T joints. When the company got wind of Brown's dilemma, it reached out to her via Twitter quote. Hi there. We are sorry to learn about your experience. Hey, (laughs) we do not recommend using our products in hair as they are considered permanent. The message read quote, you can try soaking the affected area in warm soapy water or applying rubbing alcohol to the area. Celebrities, including Chance the Rapper, have since posted on social media to offer Brown support. Quote, I'm glad motherfuckers are actually supporting her through this, <laughs> the Chicago native told his 8.2 million Twitter followers. 
Quote, when I watched the video the second time, it was hard to laugh because I could tell shortly, or she, I could Shorty. tell Shorty genuinely didn't know she had put on one of the world's most powerful adhesives in her shit. I hope she recovers well. <laughs> but notice that he says, when I watched the video the second, second time, time, it was yeah. hard to All laugh right. because he was like, obviously the first time I watched it, I was laughing my ass off. Oh my God. Just so, just so much wrong. Um, like I said, I have no sympathy for her. Um, I, I have zero, zero, zero sympathy. Uh, none. Um, it's just, it's just such, it's just a, such a clear case of like, if we took all the warning labels off of everything that, that it would just be pandemonium. <laughs> like if, if you don't know to not put gorilla glue on your person or glue of any kind. Yeah. Elmer's glue still would have been bad. Unless I mean, you're trying to, you know, make a little hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or or if you do, or if you're doing like you a, know when you put the Elmer glue on your hand when you were a kid and you peeled it off like it was skin. Yeah, or if you were uh, like if you were, like <laughs> some, like back in the day when people would do like really big mohawks, they would put Elmer's glue in it to hold it up. Yeah, but they didn't use Ugh. Gorilla Glue. Well, mainly because like back then Gorilla Glue didn't really exist. But uh, yeah, Gorilla Glue is real shit, and yeah. it it's permanent. At least she didn't like masturbate with it. Oh my god! No, that would have been, like that. been terrible. That's a, that's a wild place to go. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I was went, just thinking if like you put it on your hand and your hand was stuck in your dick, like American oh. Pie. Yeah, so that's where it was. Deep yeah. in the recesses. Deep, there. Yeah, deep. Does in that area. happen in American? And, pie? Yeah, remember uh, he's like because uh, he. Cause he uh, I thought it was a pie in that situation. No, this is American Pie too. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. And, and okay, you remember okay, he's okay, like okay. and he, he like goes to like uh, he goes to like put the VHS tape in, but he's got some of it on his hand. So like a porn VHS tape is glued oh, to his hand, and then yeah. his hand is glued to his dick, and then the cops show up and they tell him to put his hands up. Oh. But he can't. Uh, and they tell him yeah. like to drop the weapon, but it's a porn VHS tape glued to his hand. Well, I'm sure this woman's hair is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. she had to go to the hospital, and they were helping her get it out there. I, yeah. I still haven't seen if they I think were. They ended able... up having to like cut a lot of her hair off. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, tr truly, she's not the smartest. I mean, I think we can all say that because the the decision to put gorilla glue in your hair has many steps <laughs> that lead like, up th to that, it. that lead up to it and th there are many warning signs like yeah that you had to ignore you had to just plow through yeah or maybe you know you test it on something and be yeah. like okay so or I, type it go type it in google or ask somebody yeah, just look up what it is or well, use uh, any reasoning skills or think back through your life to the moments when glue was being used or gorilla glue was discussed so, so this is a compelling argument for like how they how lobbyists took on uh big tobacco back in the day because you know big tobacco used to have their cigarette packs used to be very colorful uh -huh. right and bright and like have animated mascots and gorilla glue is a very bright and colorful bottle design and right. it has an uh, animal mascot on yeah, it. Yeah, in the hardware aisle. It doesn't in the scream <laughs> like this will stick so two like, bricks together. You know? Yeah. It doesn't scream like when you're down in the shit and you're fucking with the steel <laughs> and you got the steel on the wood and the wood and the brick and you, <laughs> you, know, you stick it you know, stick it and it's gonna be stuck I tell you what. It I mean it does kind of with the gorilla like on the front, yeah, like, yeah, being yeah. like, I'm strong as fuck. And, and then it'd be like, this is a real strong adhesive. Well, Do not you, get this yeah, on your skin. You read, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. If you read it, it's like industrial strength, permanent adhesive. Uh, I've gotten Gorilla Glue on my hand one time. And it well, took... you were a master. It took... Mm -hmm. No. It took mm -hmm. me... Uh, I couldn't get it off. It took about two days. And then uh, the skin cells on my fingers, I guess, died and... And I basically one day just peeled a thin layer of glue off my finger. Well, you know that skeet is a natural solvent. 
and it would have removed that, it. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. So you can do it again and try. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or you could. Or Please don't. Uh, I would do also that. say I would also say to this poor unfortunate woman, perhaps let's not shop for um, hair adhesive in the hardware section. There's, there's no way that she had run out at her house. There's no way that she didn't just find some Gorilla Glue that oh. somebody else had had. Okay, okay. Like, I think that she was probably, I think she understood at some level what Gorilla Glue, Glue did and thought it would be like a funny viral video. I don't think she fully understood what she was, how serious it is to put this in your on yourself. Because when it first yeah. happened, someone asked me, they were like, uh, they were like, Blake, you know about Gorilla Glue? I was like, yeah, I use it at work all the time. They're like, how do you get it out? And I was like, paint thinner? I yeah. think. Yeah, paint thinner. Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol, yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, even then, I don't know if alcohol would do it. I think you need like... Look you, at how friendly this gorilla looks. He's, you know, yeah. he's he's uh, stoic. I mean, is it a situation like do, you, like, sm- like, do, do you need, do we need like eyes. to ID check people when they buy Gorilla Glue now? Spray adhesive heavy duty. Heavy, oh, it's the spray. Heavy duty yeah, yeah, bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the spray. Okay, that changes things. That's because okay. it was my like fault, a hairspray. Yeah. That's what okay. she's like. If you watch like the video. bonded hairspray. Yeah. If you watch the video, it's she shows the bottle that she uses, which I think is the same as the bottle. Was it like an aerosol or was it like a squirt? Yeah, it was an aerosol. Oh, shit. I didn't even know they made that. I need to get some of that. Controlled find mist. That's yeah. You get this second monitor God, hooked up so you could be looking on that monitor while yeah, we're looking on the same shit. That's tight as fuck. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's not, I mean, you look at the, the, it is colorful. It says spray adhesive. Right, but she's not a child. Yeah. I mean, this is a grown woman. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I get for kids, but again, kids can't, I don't think kids can buy Gorilla Glue, can That's they? That's true. Now, the. I doubt that she went out and bought it. I'm assuming that there was some in the house that somebody else. And she was like, y'all, this is going to be funny. I'm going to put Gorilla Glue in my hair to get this shit flat. It'll be like a new trend. Yeah. And then she just didn't understand it. Like, oh, no, this shit is for real. It's the, incredibly you're, strong. You're it gonna, can really hurt you're, yourself. You're about to not to be played yeah, with. You're going to lose your hair. You're going to yeah. lose. Well, you might lose skin off your scalp. Yeah. Like, you're going to be really yeah. fucked up. Yeah, this. and I mean the only other recourse I can think of is to wait. Like, like, like I said, when it came off my hand, I mean, it, but it literally wait how long? I, it's gonna take weeks. She covered her hair in gorilla. Like when weeks she and weeks. in the video when she touches it, you hear it's like she has a helmet on. Like yeah. you hear how it's bonded and like how much got on her hair. Like when you when you put that much of of a adhesive on your hair that's just laying flat, like it just coats it. Yeah. Do you think we could use it to create like an armor on our skin? Mm, not on the skin, but if uh, if or you we put, put it on our shirts, if you put like a really yeah. tight, if you put like a really tight white T-shirt on, and I just and then we covered it, it in that shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it'd might, be it'd be tough. It might think stop. it could deflect a, a stop a knife. Mm, no, I think a knife probably go through it. Yeah, a knife probably go through it. What about a bullet? You could stop, <laughs> a, but could it cushion a fist? Bullets, my only weakness, probably. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, the force kind of still would travel through. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, maybe if it cracked, it would cut the hand of the person <laughs> who hit. And yeah. more me, probably, because it would push inward yeah. and yeah. also that. I just really like. Uh, Man, fuck Gorilla Glue. I really like, <laughs> I like, really, I like Gorilla Glue's. Like, What's it only supposed to do the thing that it's designed to do? Yeah. Bullshit. I, I really like Gorilla Glue's <laughs> statement. Uh, Gorilla Glue's statement on Twitter. Hi there. Hi there. <laughs> They shouldn't have contacted her. That was petty of them. They should have just been like, "Well, they're probably like, listen, we know." She was like, "Listen, we know you're probably too dumb. Like, you already did something really dumb, and we know you're probably like too dumb to know how to reverse it. But like, acetone can do it." I think. I think Tarver is probably hit the nail on the head in that like she thought she knew what Gorilla Glue was, but didn't understand how strong it was, 
and thought that she would just be like be able to make a TikTok and say like I've I put I use gorilla glue in my hair. Yeah, cuz people, you know, they find things that, you know, that can be used for other things and they yeah. become like a home remedy, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh things that get out stains. Life or, hacks. Yeah, yeah, life hacks. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, like using Windex on a rash. R slash life hacks. <laughs> R slash life hacks. Um, R slash so life tips. The only last life thing, the last thing to talk about on this is that now she's lawyered up and is preparing to sue Gorilla Glue. No, she's not. Yeah. What? No, that's a real thing. That's the last part of this story. It's I not- can't believe that they don't have at least four or five times written on that bottle. Like, don't put this on your person. Yeah. Uh, no. no. It, that that will. Mm-mm. That is a very silly thing to do. And I have zero sympathy for her then in that case. If she's suing them, I'm like, no, 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 no. You were the idiot. <laughs> we we all make mistakes. Yours was bigger than most of ours, but we move past it. You yeah. learn from your mistakes. You do not try to sue a company that makes a good yeah, product because you misused it. It's yeah. saying that it's saying that she's lawyered up and is quote unquote considering lawsuit on the basis that it says you can't put it on your skin, um, but she put it on her hair. Oh God, well, that's. Uh, I hope that she doesn't do that. Oh wait, wait, wait! Uh, one hour ago, effective one hour ago, go- Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> G3? G3? G3. I like that. G3 denies claims she's filing a lawsuit against the Gorilla Glue Company. Okay, good, good, good. Good, good, Probably a bunch of conservative fuck nuts for saying that. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is what conservatives love, this kind of shit. I mean, this is like the Tide Pod thing. They'll be saying this for the next fucking 15 fucking years. They're still saying the Tide Pod shit. I was like, it's like three kids. Why are you still talking about that? Like, oh, these little, they're eating Tide Pods. I'm like... Who? Who is eating Tide Pods? Who did? Who ate Tide Pods? Who Fry, did? They, like, they still say the fry I'm like bacon line. I'm like, yeah. God, get some new fucking material. Well, and you act You're like Ron White. And you also act like it's not your <laughs> dumbass kids that were eating the Tide yeah, Pods. It's your kids. So here's here's the most recent update. Brown flew <laughs> to my little Ron White dig. <laughs> Brown, Brown, her name is Miss Brown. Brown flew to like Los Angeles for a meeting with Beverly Hills based plastic surgeon, Dr. Michael Obing. She yeah. was able to take her ponytail out, but is still in the process of removing the glue from her hair. So she's having to go like see a yeah, a plastic surgeon. Good. I yeah. hope that, that people I hope that she can and she can get it out of her hair. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, and I'm glad that she's not suing them. That because that to me turns, that would be egregious. You know, don't yeah. don't weaponize your stupidity. Yeah, um, but at the <laughs> same time, I mean, there's like two routes she can like. I mean, there are ways. There are two routes you can go down. But realistically, she's the probably boot or in the toot. <laughs> she's probably gonna have to wait. She's gonna have to wait for her hair to grow out. Like that's no, her hair is fucked. Her hair is fucked. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I mean, like, so the fucked hair on top. You know, the other way we'll know is we do it to you. We have to wait. No, we're not. We can't test. Why not? Uh, no. We um, could make like a, mm, you a helmet. Mm, it would protect you. That's mm. the next McWellington but, challenge. But like basically like like she's got to wait like. Three, Let's just hurt Blake. Wait like three months. One hop this time. Yummy. <laughs> now he's getting a little aggressive with it. Yeah, with the glue. <laughs> she's got to wait like. kind of aggressive with these like, sound drops. She's got to wait like three months and grow like three centimeters of hair and then they just have to cut it all off. Yeah. I've yeah, I think that we should put it just on the top of your hair. Nah, yeah, probably not. Like frosted tips, probably chill. Well, I mean, you know, you got some big things changing your life. We want you to look cool and professional. Yeah, you won't even and have bald. to. You won't have to style your hair in the morning. Yeah, you'll never have to style your hair again. Yeah, and it'll preserve the hair that you have right now forever, for sure, forever. So you like, you will propecia. only yeah, <laughs> like propecia. Well, actually, I don't know. If the follicles (laughs) degrade, then it might just all come off one time at one day, like a helmet. (laughs) 
<laughs> just, <laughs> just imagined it lying on the floor. Like you shed it. Like, of like, your fucking hair. You just shed it like the thing. I would kick it around like, no, like literally. Fucking it was, it was literally like John Carpenter's The Thing. You just shed it one day and it was like, it can't take inorganic material. Or it's like, it looks like like uh, the guy that played Chevy Chase's dad on Community, his like fucking ivory oh, yeah, wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please, Blake. No. Please. No. Please. Please. No. You wear hats all the time anyway. Who'd know? Will you eat a Tide Pod? Oh, my God. <laughs> Liam, take us into our last article. From CBS, Alex Kearns died thinking he owed hundreds of thousands for stock market losses on Robin Hood. His parents have sued over his suicide. So this happened last year, and I remember reading about it when it happened. Um, the only, I think the reason why it's kind of resurfacing is, A, the lawsuit is steaming up and stonks and be and be the stonks yeah yeah the the game the game stock the game stonks yeah liam take us into it liam reads you all right it sounds like an octopus i thought he was just like running to take an emergency so he sounds like what i imagine like an octopus (laughs) like an octopus shuffling around the seafloor Ah, 20-year-old Alex Kearns took his own life last June, mistakenly believing he'd lost nearly $750,000 in a risky bet on Robinhood, the stock trading app where he started trading as a teenager. His parents filed a lawsuit, first obtained by CBS News on Monday, accusing Robinhood of wrongful death, negligent infliction of emotional distress, and unfair business practices. While the company's stated mission is to stand up for the little guy and, quote, democratize finance, Alex's mother and father say in the lawsuit that Robinhood targeted young and inexperienced customers, then pushed them to engage in risky trading practices, and when those investors needed help, as Alex did uh, the day he died, Robinhood provided, quote, no meaningful customer support, the suit says. The Kearns believe Alex's inexperience is what got him into trouble after a transaction last year. On June 11th, he saw Robinhood restricted his account, reflecting what appeared to be a negative balance of $730,000. Damn! Later that night, at 3.26 a.m., the company sent an automated email demanding Alex take, quote, immediate action, requesting a payment of more than $170,000 in just a few days. You can pay it all for one, you know, we'll do five easy payments of $170,000. Jesus. Robinhood had no customer service phone number, but Alex emailed its support address three times late that night and the following morning. He asked for help understanding what had happened and whether he could still offset the losses with another trade. Alex wrote, quote, I was incorrectly assigned more money than I should have. My bought puts should have covered the puts I sold. Can someone please look into this? In response, he received an automated message, quote, thanks for reaching out to our support team, the email said. We wanted to let you know that we're working to get back to you as soon as possible, but the that our response time to you may be delayed. The company assigned him a case number, 0684-9753. It's wild that they got that in the article. The day after Alex took his own life, Robinhood sent an automatic automated email suggesting the trade had been resolved and he didn't know any money. Quote, great news, the email read. Quote, we're reaching out to confirm that you've met your margin call and we've lifted your trade restrictions. If you have any questions about your margin call, please feel free to reach out. We're happy to help. Okay. Like from Hedwig and the Angry Edge. So, yeah. so as best I can understand, he was trading on margins. Um, and now margin trading is a little strange. Basically, you're leveraging your own money. Um, so um, the way that they put it, again, this is in the article, he had $5,000. With margin trading, you can leverage five thousand dollars and easily turn it in, into twenty thousand. 
Um, but however, these are very yeah. risky. He was trading options, right? I think that's right. He was putting he was putting puts on options and then margin and then doing margin trading, which is like you're you're betting with money you don't have. It's like it's lending it to you against what you already have. I think what happened in this case is that there was some kind of mistake made. And what I mean by that is that he had all these margins in place and something fluctuated. And for like a split second, it looked like he owed all this money, but he really did it. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. But then their automated system went ahead and triggered an email exactly. to him at in the dead of night. And then he couldn't get in touch with anybody yeah, and all he's sitting here thinking is, I've I've ruined my life. No, I've ruined my life. I've ruined my parents' life. Like yeah. this is going to financially bankrupt everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it really sucks that he could have just, you know, hung tough for three days, and he would have mm-hmm. found out that he was probably going to be fine. Yeah, but like that, let none. Very few people have ever been under that level of financial stress. Yeah, it, that's yeah. It's it's in inca- yeah. he's a young man, right? Yeah, he's very young. Yeah, he was eighteen. Yeah, I, I mean, twenty one year old. I remember oh, I when, he was twenty one when he died. Yeah, I remember yeah. when uh, Verizon Wireless told me twenty year I owed them one hundred and seventy three dollars, and I was like, "This is the end of the world." Yeah, man. I was like, "I can't afford this." And uh, but yeah, being eighteen years old and then being like, "Yeah, you owe us about three quarters of a million. No big deal." Yeah. But you can go ahead and make that first payment of 170000 right? I think all this was an error. If you look, it, it said it when, when he said it in Just their message. Kid. When he said it in their message to him that um, I was incorrectly assigned more money than I should have, that's part of margin trading. Like, um, basically, I think what he said was like, okay, like the way I margined out these puts, the maximum allocation of money was like $20,000. That's like the most that could have been done. But somehow my margins like went up to a hundred thousand dollars, and then this just skyrocketed. And it was like you gave me. It was like basically the, he was saying like like Robinhood, you gave you put my options too high. You gave me more money in the margin trading than you should have, and that's why all of a sudden I went from owing you maybe fifteen grand off of a bad bet to seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars something yeah. like he knew it i think he knew it in his heart of hearts no he panicked that this was an error he yeah. panicked just like it's just just like if you were to go out and be swimming in the ocean and you are swimming along fine you're you think you're a good swimmer you think you're the shit you get hit by a riptide you get pulled 30 feet yeah. out into open water in seconds or so, or, sorry further than that and you get pulled to where you can't see the shore and then suddenly you panic and yeah you start expending energy way too fast and you freak out and your band, your body goes into crisis mode yeah. and you're not able to think anymore. You're not able to think, okay, I need to float. I need to rest. I need to slowly paddle. You're not able to think of these things. Like, let me contact somebody. Let me look on some forums. Let me ask for help. Let me look into this. Yeah. yeah. Let me take a minute. Let me breathe. Let me speak to my dad. Let me speak to my uncle. This kid obviously felt isolated. Yeah. He was probably, so scared. he was drowning yeah. like he was drowning just like you would you know be in the ocean and he, and he probably was having these thoughts it was like oh my god i'm gonna ruin my mom's life i'm gonna yeah. ruin my dad's life he was terrified he's probably and, terrified and, and, to tell anybody well imagine like, the fear of trying to like go to your parents and say i am in the hole um, three quarters of a million dollars and they're like what yeah yeah so he was terrified and um you know robin hood did a really shitty job and that's that's another thing with robin hood is that yeah, they they have a, a shitty service. Um, you know that that I mean, 
I, I agree with you and I disagree at the same time. Back when I was trading with um fucking BitConnect, um, I had an error that came out and it took them two weeks to get back to me. Now, given that error, yeah, but that error was me losing like eight hundred bucks. I'm sure and, that and hurt. I and I and I sent them an email being like, "Hey, something isn't right with this." I was like, "I sold this crypto, and like you haven't deposited it into my account yet." I was like, "And I'm in the whole eight hundred dollars on my portfolio, which is, has me negatively trading, and you just flagged my account for suspension because I don't have a positive ratio." Yeah, and I was like. This is wrong. Yeah, but what if that had been eight hundred thousand? That's a good question. That's a big fucking error. Yeah, that's a big fucking error. It's a big fucking error. Well, and like there should be some sort of flagging system in place to where like if you're X amount of dollars in the hole, then you get to talk to someone. Well, someone put it a step further and they were like, Hold on. Why is an eighteen year old trading in margins? Yeah. Mm that that's hot that's advanced shit yeah what this kid was doing was very advanced trading it's so much so that i have trouble understanding exactly what it is because i've never done it well he I've, didn't know what he was doing and that's yeah. what he said he's like i didn't know what the fuck i was doing yeah i've never traded on margin i've known a few people that have traded on margin with crypto um but and like i said it's basically they're huge gambles <laughs> they're huge gambles on money that you don't have and when they when they fall through you owe the money very similar to shorts. It's very similar to shorting. Though the difference is is and we covered shorting in our last episode when we were talking about GameStonk, but uh the difference between like margin trading and shorting is very little, but when you lose, you lose big. Yeah. Because you're gambling with money that you don't have. Well, so the an important thing like with the follow-up of this is that since his since Alex Kern's death, it says in the article that Robinhood has since like quote revised experience requirements for for customers that are trying to do these like riskier types of options. Yeah. But it just does like when you sign as it says as a part of the sign up questionnaire, the app asks, quote, how much investing experience do you have? If you choose none, then Robinhood rejects you from trading options. I'm going to go ahead and say if you're on Robinhood, but you probably don't have much trading experience. No, no, no. So if you choose none, it rejects you from trading options. But then it asks you if you want to update your experience level. Yeah. And then if you choose not much, it approves you for options. Trading. Right. So when I buy a few shares of Apple and it goes up five bucks, I can be like, you know what? I'm kind of an experienced trader. And they're like, great. Are you ready to go into debt for the rest of your life? And I'm yeah. like, yep. Well, or they're like, if you're honest, it's, it's a, it has to restrict you from trading options. Yeah. But then if you're, if you realize that if you'll go in and like it, it's, you're restricted from doing this thing that you probably shouldn't be doing because you were honest and you don't have any trading experience, but you want to, cause it, it looks fun. It then is like, are you sure? And they're like, well, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, well, how sure are you? I was like, Seven hundred and thirty thousand. That's lame and predatory. It's like I'm going to push you towards this, and and it makes sense because like 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 margin trading. uh, I I hate to describe it like this, but margin trading is like sitting down at a poker table or a blackjack table, borrowing money from the dealer and then playing with the dealer with the money you just borrowed from the dealer. Which you can't do. That's what do that. That's you can do that in stocks and crypto, but you can't. I thought you can't do that. No, oh, you can, oh, you can do that at, at a casino. Well, how can you do oh, that you at a can't, casino? You can just borrow money? Yeah, they offer you lines of credit. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then they fuck you on it. But well, I mean, there's I just have never it's ever, exorbitant. But but what I But what I mean is is that debt. that's basically yeah. what you're doing. Me neither. I just I know that from an episode of Monk. You're okay. sitting down you're, yeah, you're <laughs> you're sitting down at a poker table and you're looking at the dealer. You're looking at the man that's there to take your money. 
and you're saying, hey, loan me some money, and then I'm going to play against you with the money you just loaned me. And he's like, you realize this is such a bad idea. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, here's $10,000. Let's play. Yeah. And in the movie version, it ends with John Malkovich going, he beat me straight up. But in reality, new rule, only one person can do a quote at a time. <laughs> but in reality, it oftentimes ends up with the person who borrowed the money just owing all of that money and more. Uh, yeah. To the tune of sometimes like 250% more. Yeah. Like that's, that's how bad it gets and that's how fast it can happen. But that's also, it's a, I mean, it, it is a tragedy and a cautionary tale at the same time. If you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're willing to throw one of these programs on your phone, link it to your checking account and start playing. You need to understand that you're playing with people that a, don't give a fuck about you. Don't give a fuck about your money. Don't give a fuck about your skill level or how much you know about what you're doing because all they are, Robin Hood, all they are is in a position where they're like, okay, let's let these 18-year-olds margin trade and when they fuck up, we take all their money. And they're yeah. like, yeah, 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 no problem, no problem. You're like, I don't understand what happened. I'm so far in the hole. Please, can you help me? And they're just like, Baby, what's the new wine? I feel as fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have you heavy on those this, this episode. <laughs> well, you know, we got we to gotta wrap her up. That's it. But yeah, so like I said, it's both a tra it's both a tragedy and a cautionary tale. Like, listen, I know with like the game stonks and you know, everyone's loves AMC right now and everyone wants to buy some Dogecoin. Just be smart and don't gamble with shit that can affect your life that hard. And I and I don't mean that as like I'm not saying that to this kid. I'm not saying this to Alex because Alex was trading, he thought he knew what he was doing, and something happened, he got in over his head, and it seemed like the end of the world. It wasn't, but the thing is, he was 18. He was a fucking child. More importantly, why should an 18-year-old be able to leverage $5,000 into close to $25,000 on an app? Why should any 18-year-old be 20 -year -old. able to... He was 20? I'm yeah. sorry. Why? Still, why, yeah, should, still, why, why should any 20-year-old be able to log on to a program, put his money in, and then leverage it like he makes $60,000 a year and can afford to play like this. Robinhood has a responsibility to protect people, but people also have a responsibility to protect themselves. Be smart. This shit isn't a game. I know it sounds fun, and when people are talking about chicken tendies and going to the moon, everyone's having a good time. But this shit is real. And there are there are people that stuck $100 into fucking GameStop and made $1,000, and that's fun. There's people that stuck 100 bucks into Dogecoin and made 600 bucks, and it's a lot of fun. But there also are real consequences. You're playing a game that in a lot of ways is stacked against you, and you're playing a game that... Hey, you need to be careful, okay? That there are rules that apply to you and don't apply to others. Anyway, be careful. My name is Liam. My name's Blake. Joining me by an octopus with Blake's face on it. Going, yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs>